They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. You watch him now on the screen having the time of his life. All I have to say is, let's ride. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? The Brian Suits Show. Hey, um, seven somebody KTKH Brian Suits here, and uh, no, I we have not uh, with the fully functional uh, film producer uh, Frank here today. There, we, there's been no good for us, by the way. No superb owl talk. Oh yeah, um, the Niners still one and a half point favorites, and I, I will say as a, as a observe, stay away from this game. Because everybody's healthy, so and but they're getting two weeks off, and so none, none of the lines uh, mean anything. However, what's your opinion of uh, Taylor Swift? I listened to her in the car the other day. I didn't. I just sort of forgot about her music, and I, didn't I really wouldn't. Remember it that I know. I mean, I'm guilty. I wouldn't know one if a song came on. I wouldn't know her exactly. From, yeah, uh, yeah. Not her or Travis or whatever. Uh, and the the over under is still that she'll be on camera. Five and a half times, meaning you, if you go under, it has to be five. You, there's no ties, in other words. Um, and the the over is six and, uh, and more. I think it's way more. The over-under on them getting engaged, if if the Chiefs win, I think it's zero. There's zero chance. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, I don't know, unless you're looking to set up a relationship that is just, uh, you know, uh, in the spotlight right now. If you're addicted to it in your relationship, it's not a real good thing to have in your uh, relationship. So I, I, I would say if if you are betting on those stupid prop bets, that's a zero. Uh, he, he strikes me as goofy, but not stupid. And he has an older brother who I think can knock some sense into his head with a two by four. And you would not. Uh, propose at the at the end of the Super Bowl if but only if you win I mean what does that mean to you as the as uh, the the female side he's going to propose if he wins or whatever but uh there's uh that and so things we'll, we'll get to things I think I think we've unpacked some things today uh this news of a missing uh, Marine Corps uh, heavy lift helicopter. The the a sea stallion, a CH fifty three, is uh, I I think ominous. Uh, more on that here in just a second. Well, okay, here here's what it is. Um, a Marine Corps uh, single rotor helicopter, but that's deceptive. The CH fifty three, Sikorsky CH fifty three Echo, the sea stallion, huge helicopter. It, it's imagine a Chinook helicopter, but with a single rotor, not twin rotors. And uh, the it was it departed Creech Air Force Base, which is a Air Force Base almost in name only. It's northwest of Vegas on your 395 that comes out of Vegas. Um, and headed to Miramar Marine Corps Air Station just north of San Diego. So it's almost a directly north south flight, but the intervening terrain, and you know, uh, no harm, no foul. There's no winter storm in Vegas today, and it's, uh, you know, not inhospitable terrain until you get to Pine Valley. And just north of San Diego, there are rugged mountains. They're not, you know, the Andes or something, but, you know, they're three and 5,000 feet rolling ridges. And there is a significant winter storm warning and winter storm uh, 
warning for the Cleveland National Forest uh, east of San Diego and still around L.A., and that's exactly what they'd have to fly through. So, and, and there's no, and, and yeah, the sea stallion has, you know, ground avoidance radar, the whole thing, but there's no magic see-through clouds, you know, night vision or something, and uh, it's daylight flying hours. Um, they have some instruments, but it's generally a VFR flight, uh, meaning look at stuff. Um, so the, and in fact, the, the weather is so bad, there's nothing in the air. As I'm as I'm on ADSB, uh, which is if you listen to the podcast from Friday, I detail uh, many of our uh, open source uh, techniques. And as I go to ADSB uh, again, and I center on that area around San Diego, I can discriminate out the commercial aircraft. And the only thing in the air is uh, a Navy. Um, UH-60 called a Seahawk uh, down in, in Coronado. So anyway, it's all a ground search. And I, 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 there's not even drones up looking for uh, IR hits uh, for heat signatures or, or anything. So anyway, um, hope to hear uh, good news about that. But but like I say, the, 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 the cards that you're stacked, they're stacked up against you are you're flying directly into a, you're leaving a winter storm warning into a new winter storm warning, and there is a lot of precipitation at higher altitudes. And and in San Diego, 5,000 feet means snow. And in the Mojave Desert, I mean, we lived at 4,000 feet, we would get two feet of snow. It You know, that means snow. So um, th those are your, uh, your handicaps uh, on that one. And uh, someone just showed up at Edwards Air Force Base, a T-38, but it's on the ground. Cobra 3-4 just uh, activated his satellite. He's on the ground. Um, and, and he's up at 4,000 feet, so wild stab. He's not flying anywhere. Um, well, that's uh, that's my running monologue of uh, missing uh, Marine Corps helicopter. Anyway, we, we hope they are found and safe and sound and that maybe it was a mechanical uh, problem and they went down in a controlled fashion and all that. Meanwhile, um, what's going to happen is uh, Chuck Schumer, Senator Chuck Schumer of New York, is going to introduce the the Senate toughest bill on immigration ever, and it's going to go down. And then he's going to performatively uh, renominate a new bill, which is just going to be Ukraine and Israel funding, and that'll pass <clears throat> because it's not about not funding. Uh, the people that are killing uh, Russians for us, we don't have to, or funding Israel. It's it's about a really lame border bill that was a a gesture to tie that around the Republicans' necks. Unless you read the bill, and so what what is what's the issue uh, on the border in, this fiscal year, meaning October 1, 2024? I mean, twenty twenty three. That was the beginning of the fiscal year. The fastest. Um, contact to a million in history between October 1, 2024, and right now, one million people in the first quarter uh, of the fiscal uh, have been contacted at the border. But there's something different these days, and 
Griff Jenkins from Fox uh, with that story. About specifically Chinese migrants, which are the fastest growing group among all migrants, the 37,000 fiscal year 23. I confirmed this morning that they have encountered nearly 20,000. You see that, 19,600 Chinese migrants already this fiscal year on track to shatter last year's uh, record. That Do the math. That is an average of 150 Chinese migrants alone every single day since October first. Now, one other note, if you go back uh, to last year, last March, I was in... Anyway, and he said set to shatter. You kind of slurred it. But uh, anyway, um, well, okay, so one million in October, November, December, January. Okay, so that's five, five months. That's 200,000 a month. And that exceeds the five thousand per day. So the the bill said it really did say no one no one's making this up, not a myth or whatever. It said if the weekly rolling average was more than five thousand, then the president could shut down the border. Well, that's pretty tough, isn't it? Well, then further down the bill it said, but not to exceed forty five days in a calendar year. So the border would have been shut down forty five days. Uh, sometime in uh, end of October. And then sometime in December, it would have been back open again. I mean, that's what the bill said. It was it was it was an, a non-tough security bill. And, and, and they were saying that this is the big selling point was shot down even by the Border Patrol. They said, well, the conservative leaning Border Patrol union uh, said it's better than nothing. They voted for it. They recommended a vote for it. OK, they were recommending a raise for themselves that was that was very maliciously and intentionally put in there that the bill was also a pay raise for border patrol and i mean you know they're working stiffs like anyone in, in, in law enforcement you know they're they're they work for a living and if if a if a uh if a pay raise was in front of you <clears throat> Um, you know, would any of you, would you really, and I mean, be honest, for the good of the country, would you vote yourself down a pay raise or, or not? Um, they said, yeah, pass it because they don't, they don't get to vote. Turns out they're not in the Senate they're, and they're not congressmen. They said, yeah, we'd vote for it because there was a healthy pay raise, um, in it. Would, would you vote for, for new, uh, rope treats, uh, Bronco? I I just give them to you, so there you go. Um, so that so put this thing to rest. Except that th this is the entire point of the president coming out spiking the football yesterday was because um, th this now he the, he the president said yesterday I'm not going to play it uh, that I'm going to remind the the MAGA Republicans every day until the election that you had a border security bill. It was a bad bill. Um, you know, it's, rejecting a bad bill is not a bad thing. It's a bad bill. And, uh, and that was that. Um, and so, uh, you know, you could remind him, and I mean, this would re require an RNC that wants to win. Uh, and by the way, Ronna McDaniel is apparently uh, out as of uh, today as the party chair, but I mean, all you have to do is point, just give me the list of all the executive orders that Biden signed on the day he was inaugurated. Remain in Mexico, gone. 
he eliminated it. All, all the thing when he got to work on the afternoon of the 20th of January 2021, he could have just put his pen away, and we would not be in the situation that we're in right now. So there's that. I mean, that, that would be... That would be my ad, an alternate uh, future or something versus what we have right now. And uh, and so anyway, the the increase in Chinese uh, is it, it, because you can. And I mean, they're not swimming here. They're not swimming to Ecuador uh, from China. They're flying to Ecuador and then uh, teaming up with guides or coyotes that uh, that bring them to uh, the United States because the the, the Chinese that uh, that Griff Jenkins talked to, uh, you know, they, they didn't walk. Uh, they were they were not dirty. Um, the, uh, he spoke to them, and uh, they indicated they, they they were driven up to the border in San Diego. Well, FinCEN. Well, that wasn't it. Um, they they were driven to the border. And uh, walked out and confirmed that, in fact, why well, yes, we we uh, we are Chinese, um, and because they know they know the system. Yes, yes, yes. From China, China. There's some movement. So there you go. Um, yeah, when he talked to them, they, they they were driven to a known gap in the Trump border fence east of San Diego. Because it's been on TikTok, as we, we found out from 60 Minutes on Sunday. Chinese migrants, which are the fastest growing group. Are you from China? Yes, yes. yes. From China? China. There's some. So, there, I mean, that, that that should be the commercial, by the way. Grab, buy that from Fox. Um, And they're going to Ecuador because some enterprising Chinese have flown to Quito and are leasing out hotels and making them Chinese-friendly hotels with the the restaurants catering to, to Chinese and the decor and the whole thing. So there's now five functioning Chinese-friendly hotels, and you fly directly. You can you can you can go to ADSB. You can see Shanghai to Quito, um, Beijing to Quito. Uh, Beijing to Hawaii, Hawaii to Quito, charters, okay, not airlines, but charters. So people have the means to leave China. They don't ask permission. They do get an exit visa, but they promise to come back. And they're they're flooding Ecuador and then and then busing. They're not going. They've seen on TikTok and YouTube that arduous journey. They're really not in the mood. They want to flee communism, but just not really in the mood. They want to be driven to that gap. And so Ecuador has really planted their flag on a couple of things, uh, by the way. They were left-leaning a couple of years ago. They were huge customers of Vladimir Putin's uh, military exports, um, <clears throat> armored vehicles, artillery, plus a lot of ammo and the whole thing. And we were like, oh, geez, another, another Venezuela, another Venezuela domino. No, um, the, the new president of Ecuador did a couple of things. Um, he said... Run, and I'll be like that guy in El Salvador. I'll round up, I'll arrest people with face tats, because they had a huge homicide rate, too. Um, I'll, I'll get entry taxes from the Chinese that are coming in, so he's making all kinds of money there. And then when the U.S. government came along and said, hey, uh, nice army uh, equipped by Vladimir Putin, would you take $200 million for it? And he sold everything that 
Putin sold Ecuador, wasn't his money, to the U.S. for $200 million. So we, we got about $600 million of Russian tanks, ammo, and stuff like that, barely used for $200 million, a total bargain, and then provided it to Ukraine. And Putin went banana, he went bananas, uh, I, I, I say ironically, I unintentionally did that, because Putin stopped importing Ecuador's number one export, bananas. He went the opposite of bananas. So now Putin signed a deal with India. So now he's doing natural gas for bananas with India, while the United States did um, money for arms uh, for Ukraine with uh, Ecuador. So Ecuador has absolutely planted its, its flag, and they've told Putin. Uh, oh, and, then, and, and so by the way, the Ecuadorans got two hundred million in American military equipment. We didn't we didn't drop green rectangles in Ecuador. It was it was. APC and tank for APC and tank. It, it was not dollar value. Um, we gave them stuff that we were not using anymore, and the Ecuadorians were like, oh, wait, because it's way better than the Russian crap. So anyway, he got American crap for the Russian crap, and he lost a uh, export uh, market for his bananas. Um, and by the way, uh, checking your texting is coming up. I did a, I did a a piss poor job in the six o'clock hour. I, I got to say, uh, so eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. Because I got to, I got to talking about stuff and and other stuff, and also um, uh, Senator Bob Menendez is still in the mix. Um, his he he married. I don't know if he was married earlier, but I mean now he's a wizened. He's a short, uh, shrinking little garden gnome, and he married this woman who loves expensive clothes. She's very, very tall and, and some say voluptuous. And she was in on the grift. When, when he was taking money from Egypt to be a uh, unregistered Egyptian foreign agent, uh, his wife was texting to uh, some Egyptian diplomats that thought that she was kind of fun to go to dinner with. Quote, what else can the love of my life do for you? They have that text and that's, that's on video. Um, because it, it it just showed up in a, um, a court document, uh, a listing of evidence, and, it, and a transcript of video that hopefully we can be uh, blessed uh, by seeing uh, soon. But uh, again, the momentum behind, after this Nevada primary, the momentum behind none of these candidates, can he be stopped? I don't know. But he beat Nikki Haley, and she's, as of today, still in the race. So um, we'll get to that. 800-465-8770. That is your uh, number of checking of your texting uh, in just a second. And and I'll play it again. Um, it, it must be heard. Uh, anytime your local law enforcement agency wants to highlight a canine, such as Pierce County highlighted Bronco, we, we will do the play-by-play, -play and we will we'll give people the, the final act, the, the, the money shot. I mean, because for the dog, catching the perp, I mean, that 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 is the final act. Both on here. Both of them. Ready? Turn over on your stomach. Yeah, you better turn over on your stomach or else. Yeah, or else that. So there you go. Uh, we'll run you through that again. And um, courtesy of Pierce County uh, Public Information Officer Darren Moss. Um, and uh, re reading of your texting and checking of your texting right after this, 877 uh, 800 465
He will find you and he will bite you. AM 770 KTTH. Uh, Brian says here, time for a checking of your of your texting. I'm, I, I, I disagree uh, with uh, Brian and Cheney, Brian with an I, so Brian. Uh, that dog bark is misleading. How many pounds of dog are attached to those teeth? And I, I, I beg to differ. Let's go back to uh, the the dog bark. Now, now this is a me thing, uh, Phil and producer Frank. N- not a you thing. So, okay, so the the guy's rolling the mud. He's not showing his hands, and so they turn on the fur missile. <laughs> Okay, I get it. It's kind of a high bark, but what do you in what do you picture when you hear that bark? I'm a dog expert. Like when I first heard it, I thought the dog was like in pain or something, but or Pomeranian or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's a it's like a 90 pound Malinois. It's a theme. Bronco's a Bronco the girl. It's a by the way, I, I endorse that name for a female dog or or a daughter. I think Bronco's a great uh, great name. But uh, but it's not like boys go wow wow wow. That's true. Woof woof woof. woof. I'm a dog. Yeah, I mean they. Uh, I mean I I I have an, a three footed Aussie Shepherd, and when he gets really excited, he he does the yip. It's a loud stock dog. You know, you better move, cow. You know, yip. Um, so anyway, this is a, it's a Malinois. It's a full full grown, fully fully policey canine Malinois. <laughs> I mean, and and she is excited. That's that's all I can say about uh, about that deal. Is you, uh, you, you don't want to get on the wrong part of her on on that one because wait, what I do with the, I she will find you and she will bite you because that that turns out to be a uh, a really good threat. He will find you and he will bite you. He, my bad. I I misgendered Bronco. Don't don't misgender Bronco. So. Uh, Anyway, uh, and that and that and by the way, when they take when the dog goes off the lead, the lead is about twenty feet long. You, if the dog goes off the lead, and it's on its own time, it is it's high. I mean, they they are so excited to be off the lead because they want to find you because they've been told that they're the 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 mind the handler wants you to find whoever stinks like this. And and so when they find you, they 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 bite. They bite till you comply. And when you comply, they leave their mouth on you. So he will find you, and he will bite you. And the Supreme Court has already it's been adjudicated that you can't sue him for battery or whatever. Uh, so that was one question that I didn't see uh, uh, coming on that. Is there two hundred six? Uh, is there really a, still a war going on in Ukraine that requires billions and billions of our dollars? Where is all the news footage? Like, uh, where is all the explosions and tanks and all that stuff? It's on Telegram, by the way. I haven't seen it on the news in months. Where is that money actually going? Because you're being badly served by because you're not watching. No one's watching, so they they don't get the uh, the clicks. But it's on it's on Telegram. And remember, the United States is doing drawdown. The Europeans just passed. And it's not like they're down on the last round in in Ukraine. That's a little oversold. Um, they still have the Excalibur. GPS guided artillery rounds. Um, they're very sparing on what what they use those for, but they have been. That's not you know an area weapon. But <clears throat> Europe just passed. Europe just got fifty six billion 
um, past, and a lot of that is uh, new manufacturer. And in 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 uh, in the effort, they sidelined Viktor Orban and and Hungary. If he if, because he's Putin's chogi boy, so they got him out of the way. Uh, the United States will be passing Ukraine funding now. We do what's called drawdown, and they they don't do a good enough job of explaining that. We're not mailing cash there. Um, they're getting stuff that we're not using anymore or, or can do without. That's why they got all those triple sevens. They wouldn't have seen those for five years if they had to pay for them and wait for uh, British Aerospace to make them. Um, they got ones that were sitting in Yakima that you know we weren't using and cause we're going to reorganize anyway. So they got those. They got ones that were sitting at uh, Camp Pendleton. They got stuff that was already made. They needed stuff right now. You know, this is not like Lend-Lease in World War II or something like that. Well, actually, it's more like that. In World War II, the first thing we did was we gave the British World War I uh, destroyers that were just sitting uh, in San Francisco Bay because, hey, just fuel it up and, and let it go. Um, but from the American standpoint, they're getting uh, lots and lots and lots of Bradley fighting vehicles. And those, as it turns out, very impressive, uh, far more impressive than I, I ever thought uh, they were against tanks. I mean, against Soviet tanks, Soviet era, Soviet manufactured tanks. Uh, Bradleys are proving themselves to be beloved by the Ukrainians uh, and very, very effective. Their 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 crew survivability rates, some, some of the damage I've seen is, is pretty astounding. And they roll back and the guys get out and they're alive. Pretty amazing. Um, and they can definitely use F-16s one of these days, but uh, American M1 tanks have gone into combat. British Challenger tanks have gone into combat. You should be seeing that in the American news, but they can't be bothered to send a reporter out of the Kiev uh, Doubletree or, or Hilton. I mean, literally, you're not seeing it because American reporters won't go to where the combat is. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're still fighting. They're still killing uh, Russians by the bushel. And so the, the the myth I heard this morning was, well, because of the Republicans, Putin's going to sweep into Eastern Europe and the Balkans. And the idiot that said that, Joe Scarborough, meant the Baltics. But anyway, uh, it snowed a lot yesterday in OC San Diego. The snow cover is as low as it gets in the OC foothills. This is from 714 area code. Uh, it's clearing today, but I suspect it's going to be a problem finding the crash site. Uh, the Forest Service roads are in a terrible condition from the four inches of rain in the last few days. So, yeah, that's why the until they can get aircraft up, uh, the Marine Corps uh, helicopter search is going to be, uh, I mean, literally a slog to get vehicles up there and get people on, on foot and all that. Uh, 206 would not want to be bitten by a puny police dog either. Uh, sharper teeth. Um, I, I forget what it was. It was a... Um, there's a police department that in Europe somewhere that uses a smaller dog for its nose, but not its physical intimidation. Uh, and there's a famous picture of a Scotty, a Scottish Terrier out in, in Aberdeen or Edinburgh, um, because there was a, like an 1880 uh, regulation came in from Scotland Yard that all uh, UK police, you know, England and Scotland, had to have a, a dog with them on patrol. And so the, you know, thrifty Scots, one, one famous police officer 
got himself a small dog so it would eat less food. And so the deal was the dog, uh, the, the police officer died. And was that what it was? And the dog continued walking his patrol for years. And so when the dog died, the city of Edinburgh, I'll, I'll get this straight, it may not be Edinburgh, it may be, it may be you know, Bali Morgan or whatever, but, but there's a statue of the Scotty. And the dog continued uh, there, and, and so that, that you got to pick your own dog. And I mean, I would, I would, I I would still go with Malinois if I could. But uh, so anyway, ah, um, <clears throat> oh, geez, who? It's, anyway, I'll, I'll look it up during the the uh, the spots. There is a large European country, a first world industrialized European country that uh, is still cheap enough that like only one out of three dogs are trained for you know a. Uh, it's a real canine, drug smelling or, or you know, dirtbag tackling. The other two-thirds of their dogs are just trained to walk next to the cop walking them. But you don't know that. Um, you don't know that at all. Uh, you know, a, do a police dog looks like a police dog. He will find you and he will bite you. Or he may just sit there because he's, uh, he's not properly trained. But uh, anyway... All right, I'll chase down that story. That's a good story. I forgot. Um, and uh, we'll do a uh, final check. And a uh, the most masterful foreign policy administration of all time forgot, even though they said, oh, don't worry, we called ahead. We cleared it with the Iraqis when we attacked uh, the Iraqi militias in Iraq, except for one little problem. Can you guess what it was? Uh, back in a second. With that answer, it may not surprise you. Right after this, same some somebody. He will find you and he will bite you. Bite you, uh, KTTH. Gotta be honest with you, haven't heard of this case. Uh, AM 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. January 29th was, I mean, what, all of last week? Was that Thursday? Because what's today? It's been seven days, okay? It's, it's, so that'd be nine days, right? Okay, so um, King County prosecutors have charged a shoreline teen with premeditated first-degree murder, accusing him of gunning down his sister's boyfriend in a, quote, act of pure vigilantism. 17-year-old uh, Ki Nok Vu was arrested on the 30th last week in the shooting death of a 20-year-old Robert D. Anderson the night before. Uh, he's accused of tracking down and fatally shooting the, the man, his sister's boyfriend to avenge the man's alleged assault of his sister. The defendant was warned at a minimum by his mother, two police officers, and a friend not to seek out Mr. Anderson and that the police were actively looking for him, for Mr. Anderson. Um, so the sister uh, called 911 shortly before 6.30 p.m. on the 29th and reported that her boyfriend had repeatedly strangled her during an argument, causing her to lose consciousness, according to the charges against her brother. 
Uh, Anderson left the apartment before King County Sheriff's Department uh, could respond to the 911 call. So while his sister was giving her statement to the deputies, her mother and brother arrived at the apartment. Um, and the brother demanded to know where the uh, boyfriend was and then drove off in his sister's Jeep Cherokee. A deputy overheard the mother tell someone over the phone that she implored her son not to do anything stupid and to let the police handle it. Yay. Uh, so uh, anyway, <clears throat> um, I, you know, I mean, yes, I, I agree. It's premeditated, but I mean, it's premeditated in the sense of, well, I'm going to go to this one place and hear really upsetting news. Um, so that's that's for the defense attorney to deal with. But anyway, uh, da, 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 gunshots north of the house near the sister's apartment building. Anyway, he went and found the guy. And deputy searched the area, didn't find anything notable. But uh, i got, got to say I hadn't heard uh, initially of the, uh, of the uh, shooting. Um uh, I was remiss. I failed. Um, fully functional fill-in producer Frank, uh, who is here, because uh, producer Greg is under the weather. He didn't. We didn't fire him. It's his two-year work anniversary. But that would be so radio. That'd be so cold-hearted. Happy birthday! Oh, hey, you're gone. No, don't have a seat. Hey, happy happy work anniversary. Thought you might want to. Then I I know someone was fired by a a, a total jerk. The the guy was like in the middle of his shift, his like golden flashback lunch, you know, triple play, right, with the ELO coming up, and his boss came in and took a picture of him, like a Polaroid, you know, old school Polaroid picture. He said, "Hey, come see me at the end of the show," and so when he's done two hours later, he walks in and his boss hands him the picture and says, "I thought you'd want a picture of your final day here." Wow, I know. And um, and that, folks, is why you should get your kids into radio because you you meet the most charming people. Uh, speaking of charming people, so this just happened. Uh, you know, the, here we are. It's the uh, most uh, experienced foreign policy president of all time. Uh, we wouldn't bomb uh, an ally without getting their prior permission, would we? Traditionally, we have a liaison officer sitting in Baghdad. Um, and we've had a green light from the Iraqi government um, and, and an understanding, frankly, when the Iran-financed militias that they hate and don't want uh, organized in their country, when they get froggy and fire rockets at the U.S. Embassy, they know we're going to bomb them. They know we're going to hit them back. <clears throat> and we usually do it within a few hours. Not this time, apparently. So we took – Biden took five days – knowing full well that we're going to restrict it to the Iraqi militias in Syria and Iraq. So for five days, we could have said, hey, heads up, something might go pew-pew or bang-bang or whatever. But as it turns out, I heard on Friday from uh, senior military spokesman John Kirby that we informed, that we checked the box. I mean, that's why... The least needed, least needed officer, the LNO, that's why he's sitting there in that building in Baghdad is to give him a heads up. So surely someone did, right? Well, that question was asked last Friday when we were hearing about Operation uh, Biden Storm. And on Iraq, uh, Phil, um, uh, uh, we did. Uh... Phil, Phil Asset. Good job, Phil. 
um, uh, uh, we did uh, inform uh, the Iraqi government uh, prior to the strikes occurring. And he's saying that because why wouldn't we? I mean, he, he doesn't know. He didn't see the guy, you know, pick up the phone or get a text on his on his secure cell phone and go upstairs and and tell uh, you know Muammar Al Obeidi, Major Obeidi, that oh hey F-15s are going to be hitting Sutter City or going to be hitting way out west. Didn't didn't he doesn't know that he's just been told. Well, I, someone did an eye roll. Well, yeah, you know, it says right here in the laminate. So Monday, here's this. Uh, Pentagon spokesperson. As for this specific response on Friday, uh, there was not a pre-notification. We informed the Iraqis immediately after the strikes occurred. I deeply apologize for the, uh, the error, uh, and I regret that any confusion that it caused. It was based on information we had or that it was provided to me uh, in those early hours after the strikes. Turns out that information was uh, incorrect, and uh, and I certainly regret the error. So we we bombed an ally and didn't give him a heads up. I mean, they, it's pro forma. You know, they would have nodded and said, "Okay, just give us a time and and all that," um, but we did not, and that's amazingly discourteous in a place where courtesy counts. When 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 bombing allies, as it turns out, anyway, <clears throat> in in the words of the Iraqis, rather wish you told us, old boy. Um, and I didn't. I didn't, I'll play that. No, I won't. I tell you what, I'll. I'll I'll give everybody, I'll give you 10 seconds of foreign policy mastery. There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, well, maybe choose my words. There you go. There's 10 seconds of it. So uh, I'm not going to subject you uh, to the uh, to the rest of it. Um, well, so uh, as, as I said, uh, I am remiss. I, I, the story of the, of the Scottish police dog that continued to walk the patrol, to walk the beat after the officer uh, died for years and was fed and given water and all that. The statue, I did not, uh, I didn't take the 10 seconds it takes on the internet to find it. I don't suppose any chance uh, you did. What's that? Did you, no chance you did, right? I wasn't listening. What'd you say? Um, the, I didn't, uh, I didn't chase down the, 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 the true story. Of the the Scotty that oh uh, no no I didn't oh crap Sorry. well anyway it's in a town in Scotland there's a statue there's a Scotty and that's why it's there um, and then somebody I didn't read this in the checking the texting somebody can oh somebody can vouch for the weather oh I did read that didn't I um, about the snow and the rain the whole thing there uh, so uh, so there will we'll, I think we'll get an answer by close of today and I hope it's a good answer. Uh, first dog to be widely used by law enforcement, including German Shepherds, including Germans, was the Airedale Terrier. What the hell are those? those they sound small. Bull terriers are pretty big. Airedales? I don't know. Um, uh, you, know you know what I've seen? I, I, I do like the agility. I think that's amazing. And that, Border Collies always win it because they're A, super smart, and B, super smart, and then C, ultra athletic. They're amazingly flexible. And they and they do a thing that oh, that they do a thing that wolves do, where they they get down <clears throat> and they stare at the sheep, and that's so intimidating because it it mimics wolves. And so anyway, there's a new dog sport that I, I I've just seen recently, and it's bring your super fast 
uh, Saluki or Greyhound to the lane. It's like a hundred meter grass lane, and there's a there's a squeaky toy on a string. There's a there's a piece of white cloth, and when the handler says okay go, they start the white cloth. They start pulling it in pretty fast, and then he you let the dog go, and they're the and it's. Uh, I don't. I don't like the industry that created dog racing because they dispose of the dogs and and greyhound. If you've ever been around a greyhound, they really are great dogs, and they deserve far far better than than what they get. And so people that adopt greyhounds are are <clears throat> are Odin's chosen people. They're terrific dogs, really sublime. But <clears throat> when they're when they're in character, they fly. And there's other breeds that are super fast. Border Collies are super fast, but there's nothing like watching uh, a Greyhound in full elasticity. Because, I mean, they uncoil. It just, just a, but it's a fun sport. I would actually sit there watching the sport. Um, like, I, I've actually gone to agility meets uh, to make fun of the dogs that, that, that don't do well. Because it's like, are, is this, that's the best you can do? Uh, there's no... Uh, no updates to the San Diego Union Tribune, which is uh, not good news, but uh, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, and they're actually they've defined the search to uh, East San Diego, East County, East San Diego County, uh, on that way. Uh, on that uh, early Wednesday morning, U.S. Marine helicopter carrying five people, five crew was reported missing in snowy mountainous uh, terrain. So, anyway, um, let's all hope that that turns out uh, well. Uh, and we'll be back back tomorrow for a practice Friday, uh, and we'll and we'll certainly give you a King Charles III uh, update with the cancer. Now they're they're um, <clears throat> dissecting the body the body language of Prince Harry and Prince William because they're back. Their dad has cancer, but they are are not hanging out with each other. They have not buried. Uh, buried the old uh, the old hatchet, as they say, in, or something there. So that's what they're watching for. Anyway, back uh, tomorrow. Thanks to uh, fully functional film producer Frank. Um, and I get well soon. If Greg is here tomorrow, you'll hear from him, and uh, you'll hear from me at 6 a.m. because it is practice Friday. Have a good day, and drink water, and wear a reflective PT belt. We'll talk to you tomorrow, 6 a.m. See you on the radio, AM 770 KTTH. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. <laughs>